Welcome to the Wisdom for Warriors podcast. This is a special release episode with my buddy, Kirk. All right, welcome back, everybody. Um, we're doing a special episode uh, just in time for the new year. I'm here with my buddy, uh, Kurt. Um, we just decided the other day, you've been working there for about two years, yeah, and I've been over just over three and a half. Um, but we, it hasn't been until here recently that we kind of really started getting sure. to know each other and everything. Um, so before we get into all that, go ahead and uh, just tell uh, tell the world about a little bit about you. Man, I don't know. I so thanks for having me on. And I I'm a retired police officer. Um from I was Little Rock Police Department for twenty years on the books. I did fifteen actual and I was in major crimes, did a little bit undercover. Prior to all that, I was I was in the Air Force and did a lot of different things in the Air Force. So I was but I ended my career as a special agent with OSI. So that kind of was like my I guess, intro to federal law enforcement and the federal, federal system. And, and then, you know, like you said, two years ago, I went to work for LETC and really I was building a, a program. I was hired specifically to build an investigative program for the VA. And when that program kind of went under, there was a, there was a lot of things going on psychologically in my head that I didn't quite know how to work out. And um, I knew these guys were rolling, doing jujitsu and, I've played pilled around martial arts my whole life, really, but nothing, nothing real consistent. And uh, so I got to getting on the mats with these guys and really getting to dig in with Paul. And, and uh, I know you've had Ryan Stevens on and mm-hmm. had been a huge influence um, in, on me at LETC. And that's pretty well where we started, like hitting it off and really realizing that, hey, this is pretty cool dudes and um, heard about your podcast and you invited me to come on. So I really appreciate it. Yeah, you. Um your story <laughs> this journey this year uh is well why we're getting together this time but um you know i just if anybody that follows me on facebook and everything i've you know hyped you up and i'm proud of you and everything man well, I appreciate uh, it. and that's what we're going to talk about so um you did a lot of different you've worn a lot of different hats over the years yeah, you've done sure. some you know deployments yep you know, been around some very violent people with your work. Absolutely. You know, probably been in some violent altercations, sure. all those things. Um, and then uh, a few months ago. Yeah. So, you know, we we teach, LETC is Law Enforcement Training Center. So we, we teach cops. And everybody who's ever been a cop or been in the military has went through a, a course or a training where you're looking at a person that's talking about what they used to do. You know, Ryan Stevens says the the whole used to be's, you know, mm-hmm. and I really started feeling a bit convicted, I guess, to a certain extent that I wasn't being a very good representation of myself or my previous lives, my careers, but what I had done. And I wasn't really representing those things well to other police officers. So how can I stand up there and talk about all the crazy cool things that I've gotten to be a part of and really good, the fortune to be a to be a part of in my life. And, and I don't, I'm not a good representation of it at all. And I really looked in the mirror and I, I didn't feel dangerous. I didn't feel like I was capable. I felt like I'd been lying to myself for, for a while. And so it really prompted me to want to make a bit of a change. Yeah. And Ryan Stevens had been talking a little bit about this thing that people know is 75 hard. Um, and it's a program, if you all know about it, that is, 
it's it's got different steps that you have to take and it's you do them all for 75 days and if you mess up you have to start over so i say that i did 75 ish hard (laughs) because uh in the middle of it um almost actually three quarters of the way through um, my father had um had a stroke and and so that there's a day there that i missed a lot of the steps yeah. And, and by the rules, I should have started all the way over again, but I gave myself a little grace <laughs> because yeah. it was, it was hard. It was when they say 75 hard, it's hard. Um, but mainly because I believe I was getting the results that were, that I needed to be able, that I needed to get both spiritually, physically, and, um, and psychologically, I guess, you know, I, I, uh, it was, it was a, it was a journey for sure. Yeah, so the I, I came across a picture the other day. I don't, I don't have my phone on me, but I posted about it. Where you know, looking in the mirror mm-hmm. is a lot yeah. of people won't do it. No, it's a hard thing to do. Or they see they see something else, mm-hmm. and you you looked in the mirror. Yeah, you used to you know used to be a gangster yeah. you know, in Little Rock doing some you know crazy task force mm-hmm. stuff. Um, hopefully, we can talk about some of that later on, yeah. but. You woke up, and how much were you weighing? So I started the year January one um, at three hundred twenty pounds. Now, now three hundred twenty pounds. How tall are you? I'm six two. Yeah. And I, I and for context, I joined the military at one eighty five, one ninety. Yeah. So we were talking. Uh, yeah. Kirk and I were talking about this the other day. Uh, myself, when I joined the army, I was mm-hmm. six foot, one hundred fifty five pounds. I'm sitting around two forty. I lo- I lost an inch thanks to the army. Yeah, yeah, I've uh, been compressed myself. Yeah, I'm down to yeah. like what? Uh, actually, I'm down to like 225 now. But then Bobby, who was on one, the first episodes too, he is six foot, and he was like 140. He was smaller than I was. And, That's crazy. And, and just because we're all over 200 pounds, for like, sure. Yeah, like and and Ryan I, calls us the gorilla, you know, the gorilla club. <laughs> the gorilla club, yeah. And I, I, I truly did um, try to get bigger. So, so it wasn't. Yeah, um, same. Yeah, and 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 what was strange is. And I, I wasn't your normal looking 320 pounder, really. I mean, I do know that I was bigger than I needed to be. I sure. could tell. I knew it. Um, I look at myself. I was swollen. I, I just wasn't in shape at yeah. all. And, and I, I, I never, until you told me that, I, I wouldn't have known you were that heavy. Right. And so it, and so it doesn't, it seems like, oh man, this guy was 320. Now he's 265. Yeah. That's where I'm at now. And so that's, that's a lot of weight to lose in a that's year. A, that's you a know? child. But yeah, I know. <laughs> But it's so weird because I mean I'm wearing still two X shirts. You know that's what I started out wearing. Now yeah. now pant sizes that's a different story. Yeah, you know, I'm down you know quite a few pant sizes. But um, it I, I knew that I had to um, do something different. I had to yeah. do something to be a better representation of of what I was presenting. Um, and and it was not just for that. It was it was health wise as well. You know sure. I, I was. Uh, um, in full disclosure, I was—I I knew I had been—I was drinking too much at the time, and I knew that that needed to change. I needed to know whether did I have an alcohol problem or did I have a Kirk problem, mm. and and I uh, I identified that I had a Kirk problem. Um, I didn't really, I didn't really like me or where I was at, and and it and it took me trying to work through these steps, following these these rules for those seventy-five days to go into a, a different extreme. Yeah. in order for me to remember who I was um, and what I had been a part of, what I had done, and then feel good about it again, if that makes sense. Yeah. 
Um, I started out, you know, rucking. We were talking earlier before we started this that uh, I was rucking about 30 minutes every morning. And when I started this thing in August, the 75 days, I it was pitch black. Well, how much were you weighing? So you started in August. How much were you weighing then? When I started the 75 hard, I was probably right around 300, maybe a little little over that yeah, so about in the day <laughs> so in about eight months you lost yeah. 20 pounds yeah okay yeah so you started rocking i started rocking i started lifting again yeah. got back into my passion of that i mean i was a weightlifter before uh-huh. which is really how i got to be the size i am in the same first place yep. you know yep. i i when i decided i wanted to i mean i came back from my first tour in afghanistan weighing 200 pounds 210 pounds yep. Um, not real good nourishment and living on MREs and, right. you know, not having anything but sandbags. So we, I ran a lot. Right. But, uh, after we started hitting Iraq and we had facilities, we had gyms, we had things like that. I really poured myself into that. And then I cross trained into the fire service. And when I, just so that I could come home to, to Little Rock. And so I was with crash fire rescue and, um, that's where I really started competing and lifting on a more competitive level. And so. I really tried to become 250. That's where I wanted to be. Yeah. And now I would love to be able to go back to 250 and it's been incredibly difficult to get back to that point, you know, and I don't know really what that's about (laughs) to be honest, but I mean, I'm, I'm wearing the same pants I was wearing at 235. So I guess I should not really worry so much about the weight. It's just a number. Yeah. You're you're looking, you're looking really good compared to, again, I wouldn't have known you're that big, but yeah, like you're a freaking ox when we roll. Like I'm like, I see. I feel like you make me feel small. And I, I, I see, I, you know, being a smaller guy, Mm -hmm. I still see myself as small. Right. Right. Like I still see myself as like, you know, 108, like a smaller dude. Like I see other guys in the gym. I'm like, they gotta be way bigger than me. Sure. Um, so that's one of my, my, uh, issues. Um, it's like body dysmorphia or something. Yeah. Um, so like, I I understand that, but like you, you've like, you're just a freaking like a solid piece of meat. Like, well, it's annoying because you make me feel small. And I know I'm not, I know I'm not that you small. You are not, sir. But, you, um, are not. you know, it, it, I, I'm so proud of you. So the 75 hard, um, you want to talk about a little bit what all that is. Yeah. So you, you have to, you have to work out twice a day. And another one of the reasons why I call it 75 ish is because um, one of the steps is you, you have to take a picture of yourself every day. Mm-hmm. Well, I couldn't bring myself to do that. Hmm. And I wish I had now. Yeah, I really do. I really wish I had done that step. Um, however, I couldn't do it. I couldn't bring myself to it. I told myself it wasn't about that for me. Right. And it wasn't, it really wasn't about right. the look, me way I looked. It really wasn't. But the more I got into it, the more I used the fact that I was actually changing, actually motivated me to keep me like keep me going. You know, me and my wife had a pretty hard conversation last night about this because I, I, this is not a normal thing for me to do, you know, to come on to a thing like this. I don't, it's not normal for me either. I'm just (laughs) trying to figure it out. It's, it's different for me, but Mm -hmm. I, I just, I didn't think that the picture had the value that I, that I, that I, I understand that it probably does now. Right. Um, and I didn't, maybe didn't even really understand what it was about until last night I'm talking to my wife and she said that if it wasn't for my ego, I probably wouldn't have been able to finish that. And that's a roundabout what she was saying. Yeah. And I was, it, it kind of hurt my feelings. Cause I was like, what? Cause that's what I thought I was killing the whole time. Yeah. 
but after hearing her perspective on it, I could see what she's like saying, like I went from one extreme to the other. And, and so it was, it was a lot of seeing the transformation physically for me that kept me, you know, moving pretty steadily in that, in that direction, you know, but you have to, you, you, you're supposed to take a picture of yourself every day. Like I said, I didn't do that. Um, you have to work out twice a day minimum and that one has to be outside. And I chose to start rucking after a day or two of running and saying this was terrible <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> running at 300 pounds is yeah, not, not a fun thing and um so but but walking and carrying heavy stuff that's something i was kind of built for so yeah. so it came natural to me to do and i really got a lot of um stuff out of it and i think that's where i really broke down a lot of my mental things and dealt with me was on those rucks mm. um and I, I was kind of started to say when I started rucking in, in August, um, it was pitch black dark. When I started every morning, it was pitch dark. And then as we went on and I came and so it was August dish, uh, middle August to November 1st was my 75. And the, when the time changed, when it started getting closer to, to November and the daylight started coming out and I was seeing it and I, I kind of got this feeling like, you know, I was, I was walking in the dark, so I'd be happy when I came into the light, you know, mm. and that, that's something that really hit and resonated with me. And so I just kept telling myself, you know, you're walking into the light. That's what you're doing right now. So you need to, you have to get up. You have to do this. Yeah. And, and then I, I, like I said, I got back into lifting. So I was lifting, lifting every day. And then, um, in January where I first started to, was when I first started really trying to roll with, with the guys. Um, but I was not as consistent as I should be. And when August happened, when hit, when August and 75 hit, I, I, I went all in yeah. with the mats with you guys. And I needed it. I needed the all, I needed that group, that core guys, man, I needed you guys so bad. Um, y'all motivated me and, and I just, it was, it was a, y'all don't understand how big a part y'all played in it. I mean, you just don't, um, maybe won't ever, but it's it, best I can tell y'all is that it was it was definitely a lot of help with yeah. you guys. And so if you put jujitsu into that, I was doing three a days, um, pretty much for 75 days straight, um, to the point where it was, it was starting to break me down. Like I had went so extreme. I'm, my, I was having to ice my ankle and my knees <laughs> every night. Um, it was, it was getting pretty, um, pretty wicked. Um, but I have to give a shout out to, to my buddy, David Palmer, um, who, uh, um, he, he, uh, he's my partner and, um, our little cattle operation. He's, he's just, he, but he, he really stepped it up and, and came and was with me and worked out with me and was a good partner. And, uh, I appreciated him. He, he was also a big part of me actually making it through that. And then, yeah. and then my wife, Beth, who kept me grounded <laughs> through the whole thing. And, but the, there's the, the, the two a day workouts, one has to be outside. Um, and then you have to drink a gallon of water. Okay. So just before I forget, so <clears throat> Ryan, of yes. course, always says something else too. Yeah. Um, just made me think of it. Like if you want to go somewhere, if you want, what, how does he say? It? If you want to go far, go alone. Yes. If you want to go fast, go with, with if, others. If you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, that's right. Go with others. That's yeah. right. Yeah. And yeah, so just going off that, yeah, right, between for the sure. guys that work doing jujitsu with you, and then your buddy, yeah, absolutely, and then your wife having that support, like, yeah, that's huge, all the way. That's huge. Like having a good support system from your spouse. Yep. And she knew, she knew the restrictions I wanted to put.
put on myself diet wise and what I was trying to maintain there. And she made sure that, that, that we had the food and made sure I had the the necessary things that I, that I needed. I, I didn't have to worry about it. Like she just made sure it was there. And it's awesome. Yeah. So it was, it was a super big part of it all. I mean, it wasn't alone. I didn't do, I did not do this by myself. Yeah. Um, and it was a, um, it was a pretty crazy journey, but, um, drinking a gallon of water a day. So right now we're at, we're at two workouts a day, yeah, two workouts, gallon of water, gallon a day. of water a day. Um, and you got to read. And so I, this is another place where I kind of altered the, the 75 hard ish, the 75 ish. <laughs> yeah. Um, deal. And I, and I, and I, I, I'm really hitting on that because there's some people that have done 75 hard to include Ron Stevens. And they did it like to the T. To the T. Yeah. And I have allegedly. Well, yeah, well, yeah, for sure, for sure. I I can tell you that I'm I'm being as authentic as I could possibly be about it. Oh, I know. Um, but the I, drinking water for me is something that I've always done. Yeah. I've always drink water. That's um, good. So that was that's one of those things that people task. don't like do. Right. Like, I know. Like. I know. I'm it's, sure you can think life. of a dozen cops that all they drink is Gatorade and, and coffee. Dew and yeah, yeah, <laughs> Red Bulls. for sure. Like, yeah. And then they wonder why they have kidney stones. I don't want to say any names or names or initials of Beth McCauley. <laughs> um, uh, she, I don't even know if she ever drinks water ever. Oh, no. Mountain Dew. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, that, that's uh, for people that don't drink water. That's a tough task. But, you know, like, yeah. you, you see, I yeah, constantly you walk around with a gallon. It's not a big deal, right? right? So I, I've kind of, I've done that. And so that wasn't like, so you had one, you, that was an easy part of the that 75 was the easy part, of the 75 <laughs> part for me. And, and, you know, and, but it was, you know, it was funny because Brian said it was a hard part for him because he said he would like mess around and realize that he hadn't drank enough water today. And oh, he yeah, said, they're trying to chug in at night oh. and then getting up in the middle of the night to pee and stuff like that. And I'm like, I didn't, I didn't really have to deal with all that. Yeah. Um, so that wasn't, that wasn't that, that big of a deal. But then we got to the, we, we talked about the reading and like I said, I modified that to a degree, um, because I drive, um, 35 miles one way to work. So I've got 70 mile trip Yeah, and I'm an auditory guy. And so I listened, mm-hmm. um, I listened to some devotional books. I listened to some Bible, um, some scripture stuff. And then I listened to a bunch of different leadership and stuff like that. So I kind of, yeah, the, 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 the general prescription for it is to read X amount of pages. Correct. Together, right? I, I want to say like 10. That's or 11 what pages I want to say 10 as well. I guarantee you that I got through more than that. Right. Um, <laughs> Listening. And sure. you know, I was feeling kind of feeling a little guilty about this, but one of our, one of our friends, Grant, that, that we work with, that we roll with, um, he made a comment to me like early on, like, and that, that like changed my perspective. Cause I was like, man, I'm not reading. I'm listening a yeah, lot. And he was, about yeah. and he said, he told me like right there, he was like, Hey man, that was how they did it back yeah. in the day. There was no, there was, they just listened to, to yeah, people. people didn't read. They just had, yeah, a, they had somebody to, to talk to them, to tell yeah. them. And I was like, Oh, well, okay. He was yeah. like, so be, he was like, he just like be motivated. Like, you're good. Yeah. Keep doing it. You know? And I was like, okay, so maybe this isn't a bad, you know, see, and that, and that's, man, that's such one of the great things about the guys that we roll with. I know. Like you're, you're going to either get beat up by somebody. You're going to learn something yeah. physically, or, you know, or you're <laughs> yeah. going to hear something like, yeah. we, cause you know, uh, we've talked about it and like we roll at lunch and stuff. Probably. I, I would say minimum three days a week up there. Minimum, yeah. Um, and, uh, but afterwards when we have time still, we're just sitting around fellowship and just yeah. talking. 
uh, getting some kind of nugget like what Grant gave you. Yeah. You know? And and the motivating factor of it all, you know, it, whether it be through chastising or whether it be through through true like just wisdom bombs, you know, it's like, yep. whoa, you know, it's deep or that's that's intense, you know. And I I just I can't tell you all, man. It was that having that community it was a big part of it all for me. I mean, it really was. Um, but I think that I think that concludes the actual steps for 75 hard i think but the diet is one of them right? diet you have to there's no specific diet okay but you have to follow choose a one. diet and follow one right and um so seafood eat food yeah <laughs> right. A diet, right but um i what i did more specifically is just a a balanced um i lessened my intake yeah um a lot by a lot and i i really up my protein my protein intake is what okay. I did. And so it just, it's not that, um, I did anything real crazy there. Um, and I, and I was, man, I was putting out so much effort in the work, um, the workouts that I don't think I was probably taking in a healthy amount of calories for what I was doing, you know, yeah. and there would be days, there would <laughs> yeah. be days I'd come home and I just want to eat the world because it was just, and, and it didn't seem to matter if I did or didn't, you know, and I've been pretty relaxed over the holidays here and I've been maintaining at the same place I was at. I haven't just like spiked out. And then when November hit, I allowed myself to, to have bourbon on the weekends or have a beer with, with supper and things like that. And I haven't, I have not felt like I've fallen back into where I was. So I, I just, I'm, I'm good. You know, I, I feel at a better place like all the way around. So you went, <clears throat> that's good. So yeah. you went from 300 in August yeah. to what, where were you in when you ended? Right now I'm about 265. Is that where you were? When I you... was probably between 270, 268 when I ended it. Okay. And then I've just kind of continued so to plug out at 30 pounds. Yeah. Just under. Just under. I think, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, I would have to probably do the math, but yeah, yeah that, something like that. Yeah. So my goal my goal was to get to 250 this year, and I, that obviously is not going to happen. But maybe we see what happens next year. But I mean, and we'll see what happens next week. Well, and, <laughs> yeah, well, we have to get into that. Yeah, but, we're gonna get into that. Yeah, later, but but, but it, it it was uh, it. I haven't done anything that quite extreme yet. But so we we both agree. Both of us have the same mindset that you need to do something hard, pretty yeah. pretty often to just to keep yourself in check right you know and i've been i've been in a little bit of a funk this past week and i think it's in part just because i don't feel like i'm probably because we're not really working right now yeah. so i don't like i don't have that fulfillment of you know training sure. guys and stuff and uh but I, like i feel like i need to do something different yeah, yeah. and we're going to talk about that here in a minute but <clears throat> man i i just want to say dude i'm like so proud of you like Oh. That that is no easy feat. You've lost a child, size yeah. weight. Yeah. But you I've, still look like a freaking you know ox, dude. Like this dude looks like one of those corn fed. Like, <laughs> but like, but it's funny because <clears throat> you you told me your origin. You were a yeah. little guy. Yeah, like I, wasn't, I was. Yeah, I wasn't. And, big, uh, yeah, I wasn't a big guy, and I, I wouldn't know that. Right, having you know prior sure. to talking actually, sure. you know? and it, it's funny, you know, I I. I I remember wanting to be a bigger guy. Like I wanted to yeah. put on that muscle mass, yeah. you know, and it really didn't hit for me until I was probably 26 years old 
like it's like maybe that's when I hit puberty. I don't know. Yeah, but right. but I, I, at 26, then it, it became easy for me to put on muscle, and it became easy for me to maintain muscle, um, even throughout the years when I've when I've quit really putting a lot of effort into working out mm. um i have maintained most of my strength and i have not lost muscle mass i've just put i put stuff on top of it <laughs> and so yeah. take and and then and then losing the weight is different than putting it on yeah. at, at this point and and you know grant another thing grant said to me that it was just like a wisdom nugget is uh-huh. is you arrived you should feel happy you should quit looking at scale and you should start yeah. you should just start trying to be just stronger. Yeah. yeah. And, and I have really kind of for the most part, like I, yeah. Okay. That number was a, was a goal for me at one point, but now I, I realistically say, okay, well, if I'm wearing the same size pants I was wearing when I was 235, then if I'm 265, I'm just beast mode in the, on the mats. You know, that's, that's the way I see it. As long as yeah. I can maintain, you know, some level of cardiovascular, which I hate, yep. um, the rolling is about what, what I do. And that's a different to, type of cardio. It's a whole different type of cardio. And and you want to talk about humbling. You want to talk about, you know, you you and Ryan had the conversation um, on your podcast with him where y'all were talking about, um, you know, lying to yourself and, you know, can you, could you carry your spouse out of the door, yeah. out, the, out the house if, if it was on fire? Could you, um, could you really um, maintain any kind of uh, cardiovascular um, activity and, and be able to see that front side post when your when your heart rate skyrockets to mm-hmm. 200 you know what are you going to do right yeah well we as men and you know you talked a lot about masculinity on on here and i and i really i do identify that and it, and maybe i have to to a certain sense since i'm in a house of nothing but girls yeah <laughs> i've got i've got three girls and then my and wife, both, both your dogs are female and both my dogs are female. <laughs> i just and, thought of that and and, and None of my horses, I don't know if I shouldn't say this on a podcast, but I just, none of my, my horses have balls. So I'm just, I'm like the only one, like, uh, I'm just trying to hang, hang out by myself right now. I, I, grew up, I grew up the same way, I, you know, my mom and, you know, two sisters, so I feel you on that. Just, just sold our, our last bull. Is that the one that hit you? Yes. Oh, yes. Smashed you? Oh, smashed me hard, man. Like, I, I felt like, I felt like Ryan Stevens did that compression thing, you know, that he does, yeah. um, that pressure thing, and, and it just popped, broke my rib. That's what it felt like. Okay, so you, that was right when uh, the Chad Robichaud, when Chad yeah, came to town. Yeah, that was when Chad came to town. Yeah. He got pinned up by a bull. Yeah, a bull, huh? yeah, yeah. About a, about a, he ended up being a 600-pound bull, and he we were trying that? to load him, and he came he came running, walked on water. He went through the water trough, and I, I thought I was safe because I had to, a barrier between me and him. And the water trough? <laughs> he didn't he didn't think about it being there. Jeez. And uh he, he pinned me against the fence and, and I don't know if he, the doctor said I didn't break a rib, but they were definitely bruised and mm. I could not like breathe for probably yeah, So months. just to, to give you some idea of how big this man is, he 600, 600 pound bull didn't even break him. <laughs> <laughs> just gave him a little bruise. Oh man. No. <laughs> I, I thought, it, I thought I was, and, um, and I probably went back to rolling way too fast. We always do, you know. And so it just, you know, uh, it, that was that was good times. But yeah, I I don't I have I'm in a house full of, of of estrogen, and so it's just you know I'm I am looking for to be an example, a masculine example for my girls, and and want to I'm constantly looking for that in in people, men, you know, in general because. Mm-hmm. 
man, it's a weird, weird times. It's weird times, <laughs> and it's I struggle to find some like to see in some of these kids the anyone I consider to be worthy of my my girls, you know. And yeah. it's like a but the the great thing about that too though is they're seeing what a man should look like. I hope so. I also know that I'm not making I'm not in the bar <laughs> the way I should. I'm trying, but it's just you know. You, you, but you're setting that bar higher than a mm-hmm. lot of a lot of dads maybe and i hope and i'm really proud of my and if not you know they're out there slaying deer and stuff yeah (laughs) they can they can provide for themselves for a while i've got i've got a i've got a little sniper man she's she's killed four deer this year that's crazy and um i've got one that that is wants to do everything i want to do and my little rodeo girl and then i've got one that um she's you know pretty and wants to make sure to leave the house without makeup on and all that. Oh. And then I have uh, my nine-year-old. Those are the twins. Those are, they'll be 15 in uh, two weeks. Yeah. And then my nine-year-old and she is savage. Yeah. I mean, she's got a wit and she's mean because these big girls have been <laughs> mean to her her whole life. So oh. she's tough though. That's she's tough. Crazy. I'm really proud of my girls. And I, I do hope that, um, I do hope that I'm, giving them something to look for. I think you are, you know, um, you know, my wife is one of four, yeah, one of four, four daughters, her dad had to come up with. And, uh, so I can only imagine, um, it's different, but you're, you're, yeah, I think you're doing, doing the right thing. And especially after doing something like that and then those 75 hard and just continuing, Yeah. You know, because um, that's a testament to you as a father and as a husband. Because like you were just saying, like, if, <clears throat> if we just roll over, if we're in a serious, dire situation. Yeah, like, what are you going to do? Yeah, like, I, I, we continue to live this way because if I have to pull my, my family out of a burning house <clears throat> or if, you know, some meth head, because we're in Arkansas, right? Some <laughs> meth head is freaking out, like. You can't just knock those people out. You can't. Sometimes you shoot those kind of people. It doesn't stop them. No. So you might have to restrain that mofo. Yeah. A little hair naked choke. Little. Yeah, I might do yeah. something. I mean, snapper tap. Yeah. And that's really what where where it pulled down to me. I, I was like, you know, I, we we all think that you know we're. I don't know about you. I I carry a gun. That's what I do. I mean, I've done it my whole life, and mm-hmm. so I and I don't really go. You're not catch me out without one. But that's a responsibility, right? Yeah. Like. When you are carrying a gun for a living, and then for your own safety, for your protection of your family, you you have certain responsibilities to be able to not employ that, right? right? Yeah. And and people don't really understand that because you know that you you have a, a, a the ability to take someone's life yep. in you know in in your pocket or in in your waistband, and your your ability to not use that mm-hmm. is is just as important as your ability to use it um, to the extent of, you know, that person who gets tackled or gets hit or gets taken down and whose heart rate spikes and their panic mode yep. brings them to the level of, I have to shoot this person, yep. Yep. right? They have to or die, right? Well, do you not have enough uh, responsibility to a certain extent for you to be in at least enough physical capability to to not have to go to that as fast until it's really to not 
escalate the deadly force situation. Yeah. And if that what, makes any sense. Oh, hundred percent. I'd say like, you know, cause of what I teach, I tell the guys all the time. I'm like, like a lot of them are like, Oh, when are we getting tasers? I'm like, I hope we don't get them. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Because you're going to be more likely to result mm-hmm. to a taser, yeah. your baton, your OC, or your gun yeah. because you're afraid to use your hands. Yeah. But if you train like we do, mm-hmm. like, yeah, I carry a gun too, but I'm going to try and knock, you know, knock you down. I'm going to tackle you and do wrap you up right. before I'm going to shoot you. And especially in the environment we work in. Right. And, you know, one of the, one of the chiefs that I came to work for when I first came to LETC, he made a comment to me. He was like, you know, this is a different thing than what you've been doing your mm-hmm. whole career. You know, you've been in law enforcement, um, both in the military and uh, outside the military. And he's like, you know, you're, you had a, you had a responsibility and a job. Well, here, a arrest of a veteran is an unfortunate byproduct of contact with the police. Yeah. And I was like, huh, okay. So basically what he's saying to me was arresting someone is the last option. Like we're trying to get these people help, right? Yeah. And we're trying to treat them like they are. And that is they are probably deservingly, I, I'm a veteran, you're a veteran. I know how we want to be treated. And they're one of the most protected subsets of our community and should be, but also the most dangerous. Yeah. Right. You know, and it's funny you say that because, um, back when I was just a, you know, the VA as a police officer, the first place I worked at, um, before I started really taking it seriously, I was, nothing ever happened up there. But then one day I was thinking about it. I'm like, huh, like I'm a veteran. Mm-hmm. I know how to do X, Y, Z. How many of these people around me know how to do that and more? And I was like, I should probably take this a little more seriously. For sure. And then, you know, I, that was around the time, you know, um, I had started doing jujitsu and stuff. And yeah. same thing, though, I slacked off for a while. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, it, it's as a man, we have that, you know, puff up chest. You know, if we work out, we think we can, we can conquer the world, right? Yeah. And you give us a badge and a gun, and you mm-hmm. think it even more. For sure. But there's a lot of people, you know, I, you know, I love law enforcement and everything, but there's a lot of them that put it on, yeah. but they're really afraid. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and if you're not one of those that don't walk around with that, that, that aren't acting like you're afraid, yeah. that's even dangerous too. Yeah. You know? And, you know, that was part of it for me was, was looking at it. And it was real easy when I was in the fight every day right. to think, I got my boys behind me, yep. you know, and, and, you know, when I left Little Rock, I was a um, supervisor for violent crimes and specifically gun crimes. Yeah. So we were working with some of the most dangerous people and our, our, our clientele, you know, and so it, it was real easy to think, you know, that I was top of the world and I really recognize even now more so than maybe back then that, you know, you probably weren't being real honest with yourself. Yeah. You know, you put a lot of weight in the authority that badge gives you and the tools that you have at your disposal yep. and that there's always somebody going to be with you or coming to your own. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm telling, I'm telling you, you know, the great equalizer is go ahead and get on the mats, you know, and and Ryan, back. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. And Ryan Stevens will be the first one to tell you that, Maybe jujitsu isn't the most superior martial art in the world. Sure, there's some more violent things you can do out there. But I will say, there is no other combat sport where you get into it and can train it 
and can inoculate yourself against the stress yeah. of that encounter better than jujitsu without hurting each other. You couldn't, right. you can't go you can, full you on can and do kick it. each other in the head. Exactly. Right. Yep. Punches. Yeah. It's just, else. I mean, you got to be able to do those things. You got to be able to think about being able to utilize mm -hmm. those things, but it's the stress inoculation. That yeah. is the key. That's what makes these guys superior. You take, you take a dude that does jujitsu that has nothing to do with law enforcement and put him in a shoot house with simunitions. I bet you he performs better. Yeah. Than just some dude off the streets that has not been inoculated to any kind of stress or any kind of combat. That makes sense. Oh, absolutely. So the uh, I did the Gracie survival tactics. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Earlier in the year, and the owner of the the Louisville Graceville the Louisville uh, Gracie School, <clears throat> um, he was in just a jujitsu guy, and he was training some. Uh, Louisville cops and they're like you should come be a cop he's like oh, well, I, I don't know like <laughs> but he ended up going to be a cop and like retired mm -hmm. from Louisville and everything and and <clears throat> like using jujitsu all the freaking time yeah and like it, it, it it's most applicable for law enforcement probably oh, for, especially today's day and age yeah like it, it yeah because it looks like nothing yeah it does. You can control somebody. You know, we talk about it, it's like a superpower. Like if I can control you without hitting you with a baton, spraying you with some hot sauce, or <laughs> yeah, keep it away from me. Or giving you, spray. yeah, same. Uh, or giving you a little uh, jolt of electricity. Like yeah. that's that's a superpower. And mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's I tell I tell our students all the time. Like, yeah, I don't put I don't put that vest on anymore or put on that gun belt, but I still have a responsibility to protect myself and my family for sure. And, um, like, you know, some of y'all should probably look at that a little deeper because you do too. And it's you have a responsibility to get through your shift to go home. It's been super enlightening to be honest with yourself. Yeah. I think that that is a thing that is the hardest thing to do. Um, but, and it was hard for me. I mean, I saw what I didn't like mm -hmm. and I knew the hard things I was going to have to do to fix them. But, waking up every day and being honest with yourself saying, okay, where am I at today? Yeah. You know, am I where I need to be? No, but are, am I doing something that's pushing me further to where I need to be? Yes. Every day. And I think that's the key. I think that's a real key. And it's just, and that's a superpower in and of itself because man, yeah, I can be, I'm a testament to getting older sucks. Right. Yeah. And what it what it hurt, how it bad it hurt to get back to where I'm at right now. I don't ever want to do again. That's good. I don't ever want to do that again. And the thing that I can say that is maybe the the smarter, more mature person that I that I have become through this process is that this was this was a hard task, made harder behind where I let myself get to. Yeah. You know, so I guess I, I would encourage everyone to, to do what you say, look in that mirror and really ask yourself, hey, where am I at? And you don't have to be a cop. You don't have to be a martial arts dude. You don't have to be a military person to look in the mirror and say, hey, I've got people I care about. I love I've got myself to take care of. Can I do that? Right. And what do I need to do to make myself better? and ready for that because yeah. it's not if it's when you know yeah and that that's another uh <clears throat> mentality like uh, you know back in the military 
we are so stupid <laughs> in the military, dude. I, know, like, I was not gangster at all. Like, no. like, mm-hmm. like me at third. How old? How old are we? Thirty-four. I'm thirty-four. Sorry. So I always have to ask my wife because I forget how old I am. Um, like, you know, after twenty-five, what's the difference, right? <laughs> uh, You'll remember once you get to forty. Right. Probably, but we got a couple more years. But uh, like me now, if I would have ran into like punk twenty-one-year-old. Yeah. You know, army me. You gotta smack the crap out of myself. <laughs> you, you ain't nothing, dude. We talked. I was talking to, uh, and, and you were like, oh, I don't know who that guy is. But um, one of the dudes we work with, Aaron, um, we were in the same unit back in the day. Oh, he wow. came in. He came into it as I was leaving. Okay. And um, it was a uh, um, air base defense unit that was pretty well first deployable type of unit. Because I was in Afghanistan and in early O2 and things we were doing back then. Like I look at it now and I'm like, what the heck were yeah. we doing out there, you know, in those mountains? Like, and, and it's like, you know, it was before they got their feet under, we were, we were knocking their stuff in the dirt, you know? Yeah. So they, they hadn't gotten their footing yet from us like showing up in their territory. I'm like, if we were to done some of the things we were so lucky, you know, and Aaron made the comment. was like, well, Sometimes it's better to be lucky than good. And I'm like, yeah, to an extent, but being able to look back and recognize that the things we were doing were so dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, we weren't gangster. Like we thought, you know, we weren't like we thought we were. Yeah. And that, and that's the thing, man. Like <clears throat> I think every once in a while, regardless of who you are, even how much you train, mm-hmm. you know, and, and we talk about it, you know, sometimes we're like, man, we just, I just really needed to get, yeah. roughed up today yeah sometimes we you know just we got might have something in our head or mm-hmm. you know sometimes your head gets a little too big sure and you need to get smacked down by your boys yes. to realize you know uh yeah. that's not the case but you know sometimes you just got to do a self-evaluation periodically really yeah um, before you get to that point where it's like man i gotta do yeah. five times as much work to get hard things anywhere down. near where yeah. i want to be mm-hmm. so did the seventy five hard? Yeah. Do you feel more dangerous now? The way the, from, <laughs> I, from when you looked they, in the mirror before. I want to I say yes. However, every time I go get on the mats with you guys, I'm like, oh, dude, you are. Well, I feel the same way. So you get treated like such. You get treated bad. You know, like <laughs> I'm like, man. These, so these to guys, give a little context. Yeah, yeah, give a little context. What he's saying. So we've got uh, we now have two black belts, a brown belt that's about to be a black belt. Um, another brown belt that should be a black belt, and he's a two-time Pan Am world yeah. champ. Like, Crazy. came up in Daisy Fresh. If you know what I'm talking about, if not, Google it. Yeah, like those dudes are gnarly. Like, and just some other just savages. And we're all, I think, all of us except for two of us that are consistent. Yeah, are over 200 pounds. Yeah, are over 220. Yeah, and the one that's under two. Two hundred. So he's a black belt, and he's been lying to me his whole career. <laughs> as long as I've known him, because as soon as he slapped that sucker on, like I can't even pretend to control him. No. Um, but it's <clears throat> those encounters. Yeah. That I I'm like I'm glad I do it. I'm like I get my butt whooped all the time in there, but they're not the regular Joe Blow that I'm gonna run no. into on the street that's gonna try and try. It's true. It, it's we don't even realize yeah. what we're what we're really getting out of this. Oh. You know. And, and, and I know that to be pretty well true. I've tested it now. You know, I've, I've, I have, you know, messed, messed around, rolled with some folks that, you know, 
aren't what we the the quality that we yeah. train with and it's like okay okay maybe you know, i touch this person and they move well that's <laughs> not normal i don't feel that way very often you know yeah. this is cool yeah yeah no <laughs> it's know? it's a different like it, when i when i actually go to the school and i train yeah. like it's, it's a, a whole it's like a whole different thing like I feel, I feel like Ryan and Rich and all them probably feel, <laughs> yeah. feel with us. Yeah, they're just like, uh, yeah, yeah. When we're at work. They're just manhandling us. But, oh man, it's you know. it's it's so crazy, and it's humbling. And it is, it is those dudes. They know the kind of life they're breathing into us. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's the cool. That's cool too. You know, they they recognize because somebody did it for them. Yeah. You know, somebody somebody made you know Rich Johnson. Somebody made. You know, Ryan Stevens, somebody, you know, somebody invested in those guys. And then what's cool is to see them investing in, in us, you know, and, and then in turn, you know, they're, we're, we're getting better for it, you know, and I just, I don't know, man, it's cool. Proverbs 27, 17, man, iron sharpens iron. Yeah. And that's all we're doing. That's it. I mean, and, and, and it's working in a place where we can do that, you know, those take it for granted. So gosh. So and, I, and one of the things I I keep telling myself, I'm like, I need to get on the range more and shoot. I do too. I really do. And it's a perishable skill. It is. You know, and and you know, I I consider myself, you know, I, I was a shooter, mm-hmm. and <laughs> I'll tell myself here. It was another one of the times. Another one of the things that checked me up was for the first time in my entire career, I DQ'd on range. Yeah. And now. Granted, I'm gonna explain. I we have a very unique course of fire. Yeah. And we're we it, it shouldn't be the tool. However, <laughs> I uh I got up on the line and I was shooting, got to the first reload where we have to draw um both the mag and everything, and I slammed that seven rounds into the gun and it hit my palm. And I punched back out and I dropped the whole magazine out of my gun. And when I went to pull, we have the magazine uh, disconnect. So the the bullet didn't fire. And so there was eight rounds on the ground and it was just, and I was just watching it come back (laughs) negative eight. And I was like, Oh, well, I'm going to do this again. And it was, it was awful. I was like, I can't miss anything else. And I hit, I hit, and I hit, I broke the line on one and I'm like, so I'm going to start this one over. And I was like, well, I need to be doing this more, you yeah. know? And and that did that day, even though, even though I know that it's kind of funny at the time, you know, looking back on it, but it was humbling at the end of the mm-hmm. moment. I mean, to, to like be standing next to some other guys, but in professional law enforcement and not qualify, you know, that's, dude, that was a, that was a low point for me. Yeah. Even though I know it was, you know, more mechanical malfunctioning, yeah. you know, than it was actually my ability to shoot. But it was, you know, those mess ups you you can't make, yeah. you know. And if it's a real situation, that's a mess up you don't want to make. And a lot of it has to do with how often you're actually doing it. Mm-hmm. And we, I, I do need to be on the range more, absolutely. Yeah. And if you carry a platform like we do, that's a hard platform. You probably even need to be on there more. Yep. You know, it's not for sure. So. Now, today is, I don't know, what's the 30th? Uh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> December 30th. Yes. Um, probably about two weeks ago, you're like, I I'm... made a comment and you want to, <laughs> I was never regretted a comment so bad in my life. 
<laughs> you basically we got done rolling or something, and yeah. you're like, "You gotta do something hard next." Yeah, like, I'm gonna. I think I don't remember. I think you said a four day fast, right? I said I'm I think do I'm gonna a do a seventy two to hours to four day fast. So, yeah, so that's what I said. And then you're like, "You should do it with me." I was like, "Crap." <laughs> yeah, I was like, "I guess you're right." I guess, and, we'll... I, and I was like, "He ain't gonna say yes to this." <laughs> and I come back in after Christmas. You know, you know why it? I said yes? It's because you just did the seventy five hard. I think I can do seventy two hours. I mean, maybe. Maybe, I, yeah. <laughs> I hope. Uh, yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I'm I'm nervous. I'm nervous. And I'm I'm excited. And I'm anxious. So what we're gonna do is a is a water fast, and we're gonna we're gonna eat Tuesday night, and Tuesday evening after we get done eating, that's it. And we're not going to we're gonna do water and bone broth for the next seventy two hours, and then mm-hmm. Friday. Um, evening, where we're, what, what, what we're trying to do, Brian Stevens jumped on board like the savage and said, I'm doing it too. And then he upped to Danny because he was like, We got to have some kind of accountability. Yeah. And I was like, Okay, well, what was that going to be? He was like, Well, he was like, Yeah, if you, uh, if you mess up, you got to be honest and you got to put $20 in the coffer. And I was like, Jeez. Okay. So, one, we got to be honest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Two, we got to fork up some money if we don't do it. Yep. And and so I think that I don't, I honestly, I don't think that, that there's any of us that aren't going to be able to do this, but no. um, it will definitely be our brain over, over yeah. body choose choices. You know, my thing is, is I want to continue to train next week. Yeah. And that's going to, we're going to test ourselves. I think it's going to be pretty hard. I, and um, 72 hours. I, I know people, my dad's done it before. I mean, it's got super big time biblical background and there's a lot of different health benefits to it for sure. And I've been eating and drinking too much over the holidays. Yep. So it'll be a good restart. Yep. I think it's going to reset our systems. And the bone broth, I, I've done a lot of research on that too. And it's that is supposed to be super um, nourishing um, when you're in that deficit. So hopefully, you know, this goes well. But we're going to start, <laughs> on, start on Tuesday and then Friday we're going to come together. Yeah. As a, uh, with our wives, and we're going to we're gonna um, we're gonna break fast together. Yeah. And that money, if if, if anybody cheats, somebody's helping pay for the meal. Yep. <laughs> but that's I think that's the plan right now. Yep. So and uh, my wife's gonna do it with us. Okay. So savage. Yeah, she's gonna do it with us. Um, I asked Beth, and she was like. Are you high? I don't drink water. <laughs> oh, it's, it's the water factor. Yeah. That's what, she was like, "What? I'm not drink? drinking water." She's like, "You, you, you want? She was, you want to live around me without caffeine?" I'm like, "Oh, yeah. uh, that's funny." Um, <clears throat> yeah, the longest fast that uh, Brittany and I have ever done is 24 hours, um, and it, I feel like I could have went longer. Um, and I keep talking about doing it again and everything, and it's. Um, I think it's going to get tough probably around like hour 40 or so. I think somewhere, yeah. somewhere in the middle. Yeah. I So I remember my dad doing a lot of fasts um, in prayer and things like that. Yeah. And he told me that it became it, – when you knew you were fasting when you would be woken up hungry. Yeah. You're, when, you're woke, when you're awakened behind your hunger. Right. And he said that that he believed that's where that that value was, because he said when he was awakened from the hunger, he prayed. Yeah. And that's that's where the. um, You know, in the Bible, 
that sort of talks about is being in prayer and mm-hmm. fasting. Right. And I, there's actually some versions that it removes, some translations that actually removes. I think it's Matthew 16 or something like that where it <clears throat> talks about prayer and fasting. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Jesus obviously did it mm-hmm. for 40 days. That's too much. Right. So just another <laughs> reminder for any of my non-Christian listeners, right? We're not, none of us will ever be Christ. No. We just need to be Christ-like. Yeah. Um, but he was tempted a lot, you know, and <clears throat> we're, we're going to be tempted. Yeah, I think so. A lot. Yeah. Um, not everybody's going to tempt us. Yeah. We're going to pass, you know, 15 dozen fast food restaurants that we don't even eat. Yeah, I don't even eat that. <laughs> right. Like, I don't know. Oh, that, that, that Big Mac yeah. sounds really good right now. Yeah. Um, we're going to be tempted, you know, we're going to be around other people that aren't doing it. Yeah. Uh, between, you know, f- for you with your, with your own, family, yeah. between both of us at work, mm-hmm. we're going to be around people that aren't doing it. And so it's going to make it tougher. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I think that it is going to be better because we're doing it all together. Yeah. It, it'll It'll be yeah. It'll help. I think it'll help. I think that'll help. I I I will say that you know the days the times where I struggled the most during the seventy five hard was when I when I had to do it by myself. Mm. You know, and and most of the time in the morning when I was doing my rucks, that was alone. Yeah, and that's why I say I feel like it. You know, that's where you know I got to deal with with me and right. my problems um, with me. You know, so I don't know. I think this will be good. We'll see. Yeah, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be experience. Um, we'll see what we'll see if I can if I can squeak down to to two sixty or something like that. I just hope I don't lose like a serious ton of weight. Like, yeah, we're gonna lose some weight. We're gonna lose some weight, but you know, you're gonna flush your system. Yeah. Right. I I don't know how much weight you're gonna really like muscle weight. You're gonna really just eat up yeah. in three days i know um so one of the the there's a lot of research now that talks about fasting and it, it it's it's like hitting the reset button mm-hmm. on a you know um, there's a lot of i mean you can look it up there's all kinds of stuff that talks about <clears throat> the great benefits your body will have after doing it mm-hmm. and i think it's that's another reason why i was like yeah let's do it yeah. starting off a new year i've been talking about it here lately like it doesn't matter you don't have to wait till january 1st to no. start off a new year no. every day you can start off a new year yeah but um you know starting it off um i think it'll be be a good way to start start the year we'll get you know We'll see if we can roll next week. You know, I mean, I'm sure we'll we'll try it at least once. I know I'll I'll still I still plan to work out. Yeah. Um, because I did I did on the 24 hour and I I felt okay. Yeah. Um, I think the key is going to be consuming enough water. You yeah. know, and the I I know that when I've done water fast before, like where I I did it during the 75 hard, I I would switch it up when I didn't feel like I was losing the weight. And I would I would not eat during the day. I would just eat one meal a day. I would eat at, at supper, you know? yeah. and I, I I didn't just gorge myself. I just would eat normal at supper time. And the only time I really had real energy deficits, I believe, was when I didn't consume enough water. So 
think that that's going to be key. It's a water fast. You can drink all the water you want. Mm-hmm. I think getting that electrolyte mixture correct is going to be good. It's going to be important. And I think that that bone broth is going to be that thing that's going to maybe quell that, that those hunger pains. A little. Yeah. I hope. I hope. That's what I'm hoping yeah. for. It's not even, I don't know. I don't know what what about it is like has me like anxious. I don't, like, I don't, I don't get anxious about a lot of things anymore, but I, I'm a little, I think it's, I think it's because you know, it's a challenge, right? And it's out of our, I think a lot of it is because it's out of our control. It's not like, it's not like hitting a PR right. or learning a new technique or getting that score on the, you know, shooting down range. Like, like it, I, we can't, we can't like, I'd really prepare for it. No, you know, I, I kind of have been. I've been. I've been intermittent fasting, not eating until lunch. Right. But I don't think that's. I don't. It's. It's probably more of a uh, going. <laughs> going to. I think that going to bed knowing I haven't eaten a thing. Yeah. All day. That's gonna be a mind. That's gonna mess with us a little. But it'll be good. Know. It'll be good. I think. It, I think it'll be. A, Where are we gonna go to dinner? Challenge. So, uh, Ryan mentioned this place in Maumelle. Okay, well, that's nice because it's somewhere in the middle. So right, that's what I said. I made the comment. Like, <laughs> yeah, we need to do something in the middle. And yeah, he was like, "Yeah, Mo Mel maybe." Okay, so that's kind of like yeah for yeah. for all of us. It's about pretty close. 30. Yeah, I mean, it's like me going to work. A yeah, same further. for me. You know, okay. little, same for him. Yeah. It's probably a little close for him. A little close, maybe. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> probably. Why would you pick it? Um, but it, it, it's a it's a good restaurant. Um, I, I he he mentioned it. I think I've been there before. I can't remember the name of it right okay. now, but. It'll be good. What are you, what are you going to eat as your last supper? Okay, so <laughs> I was gl- I was glad that we made the decision to do Tuesday night because I have a um, a friend's surprise party to go to. Okay. And so I'm going to go and I'm going to eat a very large steak. Nice. That's what I was thinking. I was I'm thinking a very large that. steak. I probably a probably like a a ribeye so that it's like fatty like yeah yeah you know because like. that well there there's there's uh i should probably research this more but i know we've watched stuff where it, what you eat before you go into the fast changes a lot of it too mm. you eat like crap mm. going into it, it there's something that it doesn't changes, sustain like, you maybe something yeah. see i'm wanting i'm, I'm gonna eat good hearty things yeah. i'm not gonna i'm not I'm not just gonna carve out, yeah. you know. Like I, I may, I may eat a baked potato, you know, but that would be probably the extent of it. I don't want anything that's gonna fast burn. I want slow burn yeah. stuff. Something that's gonna give me. I want sustained. the meat sweats going to bed. Yes, <laughs> yes, absolutely. That's what I. Want. That's what I was thinking too. Is uh, like fat steak, and uh, that's all I care about is the fat steak. But <laughs> whatever, um, something on the side. But yeah, well, cool, man. Um, I'm nervous. I'm excited about it. It's going to be an experience, but I think it's going to be a great way to, for us to kick off the year and then, uh, on to the next thing to push ourselves. I'm with you. I think, I think constantly challenging each other, being honest with yourself yeah, and trying to be more savage than you were the day before. That's it. That's good. Mentally and physically. Yep. Um, cool. Well, with that, would you mind praying out the episode? No, let's do it. Uh-huh. Uh, dear Heavenly Father, I appreciate the opportunity to, to come here and have this conversation with Paul. I hope that someone, anybody that, that listens to this may get some uh, um, something edifying out of it. Um, I thank you for, for being in my life and, and, and 
pushing me to to try to be a better a better person. Um, I believe it's it's you and and my faith that that did sustain me through um, those those hard times. And I know that that the the times where I was not my best self was the times that I wasn't um, being honest with myself about you, Lord, um, or my relationship with you. Um, thank you very much for um, everything that you do for us. And in your name we pray, Jesus. Amen. Amen. All right. Well, everybody, uh, hopefully you get something out of this and uh, find a new challenge and hit it. Uh, one last thing I will say, um, if you're, you know, you got that new year resolution, like, first of all, the hardest part, a lot of those is just looking in the mirror like we've talked about, right? Mm-hmm. Deciding that you, you need to make some kind of a change. Second part, the hardest part is starting, right? Starting whatever it is. Um, and obviously a lot of people uh, choose to start a fitness journey in this time of year. Um, everybody's body type, every male, female, uh, depending on your weight, everything, you're going to see results differently. Mm-hmm. So I, I say this just to, if you don't lose, uh, motivation, if, you know, especially if you're working out with a partner and they're seeing results faster, um, it's just, it's a steady grind. Yes. You know? Work. Nothing substitutes the work. And that's what I really I, I really came to understand that pretty yeah. hard. It's you got to put the work in. Yeah. You put the work in, you will get results. Kirk and I were, were little guys compared to who we are now. We had to put in the work to gain, yeah. the, to gain the strength and the muscle. For sure. And then Kirk had to put in twice as much work to, <laughs> to lose some of that extra. Yeah, that extra level. So I just say all that to, uh, you know, if just keep up that motivation, find something, dig deep. You know, there's a reason why you're starting this New Year's resolution. You know, hold on to that and uh, push through. All right. Y'all have a good one. God bless.